COVID agenda and mark of the beast. And uh, the first part of the article, which is quite lengthy, and I don't have time to read the whole thing for you because I want to read some of the rest of it. Um, I'll just summarize it for you. And he's basically he's saying this. He says, I was sick with COVID. I tried to get uh, some help. I, I didn't want to take the shot the COVID shot because I was, I didn't really want to put something in my body that I really wasn't aware of what it would do to me on the long run. And so he said, I looked for uh, hydroxychloroquine, chloroquine, I looked for invermectin, and uh, I tried to find somebody that would help me with that and prescribe something for me. I couldn't find anybody. Even though these were, were well-respected and effective drugs, in their, in their own right, nobody would prescribe them for me because all of the doctors were afraid that they would be disbarred from their profession as, as doctors and they were afraid. They, in other words, there was a concerted effort to dampen every other thing except what the administration was saying. Except, and this is not just locally, by the way, this is, this is a global effort around the world to do this. Nobody, even, Gary Carr even went to another country and, uh, for a time, and he, he found a doctor in another country that uh, would prescribe um, uh, hydroxychloroquine for him, and he prescribed it, but he told Gary Carr, he said, don't tell the doctors or the pharmacists for what reason. He said, tell them you had scabies, because it is, uh, it, it is something which treats scabies in people, as well as, I guess, those who have malaria and other types of problems. But he said, don't tell them that, that I prescribed it for COVID, because if you do, I'll not only get in trouble, but I might get disbarred. And so Gary Carr um, had some struggles on a personal level. He knew of people, of course, that died with it, as perhaps uh, we may have heard of people who have died with the, the COVID disease. And um, I find that this, uh, this disease is, of course, one which is man-made. It is man-made, and we know that it is man-made. Uh, and it is being treated with a man-made COVID shot. In fact, uh, there is a rabbi in, um, rabbi doctor, he is actually a doctor of medicine, he's treated some 6,000 people in Israel, and by the way, Israel has had 85% um, of the population now uh, vaccinated, using that term, but it is really not a, a true term, uh, given the, the COVID shot, 85% of the people. And 40,000, 40,000, it is reported that 40,000 uh, side effects have been uh, reported having to do with people who have received the, side, the, uh, the COVID shot. Uh, but uh, this particular doctor in, uh, in Israel, um, he, uh, he's treated over 6,000 people himself, he hasn't gotten the shot. He won't get the shot. He calls it a death shot simply because it does not have a resolution of true healing involved in it. Yes, it serves a certain purpose, and many people have gotten it uh, on some level, and um, it, it perhaps has been uh, a means of help, but it, he says it will not heal. 
It will not heal. It will not get rid of this disease. And of course, he isn't the only one saying this. Um, I'd like to read part of an article here by a Dr. Rich. Originally, May 27, 2020, article may be read entirely online, and I have the of course, the link for it if you desire to read it yourself. He says, along with the successful use of hydroxychloroquine highlighted by Dr. Rich, very positive results have also been seen in those African nations where a high percentage of the population takes hydroxychloroquine and related medications to counter malaria. As a side result, a much lower percentage of the population is dying from COVID-related complications. Not surprisingly, none of this is being reported by the mainstream media. In other words, there is an effort to dampen any news to say there is any other treatment but the shot which they have come up with. Continuing, the fact is there is no need for a, a vaccine. Hydroxychloroquine, Invermectin, and other new or repurposed drugs can effectively treat COVID with very limited side effects. I personally believe that if these medications had been widely available, fewer than 100,000 Americans would have died of COVID, putting COVID-19 on a par with typical flu cycle. So why in the world have our government agencies and most medical professionals associations been doing everything in their power to deny sick patients these treatments that could save their lives? Here's the reason. The United Nations, including the WHO and the World Economic Forum, the Vatican and other key players have an agenda that involves the creation of a global system of government and the introduction of a worldwide cashless economy utilizing digital currency and electronic monetary unit for all personal and cooperate transactions. The ultimate aim, full control over every move of every individual on, on the planet via a health-imposed economic dictatorship. This, age, this agenda is moving forward in the name of democracy, but is actually being driven by Marxists dedicated to the, uh, dedicated to the cause of world government and in some cases to Lucifer himself. We are witnessing the fruits of raw evil playing out in real time. These sinister forces are using the engineered COVID crisis and push for a mandatory vaccine as a means to an end. Implementing their agenda under the guise of, quote, taking necessary health measures, unquote, to save humankind. Those of us refusing to take the vaccine, thereby directly interfering with their agenda, will be targeted and blamed for the continued spread of COVID variants. Well, you may have heard recently how that Biden, President Biden went online and he gave a public address to the nation saying that this is a disease of the unvaccinated. And he, he also said that uh, those of you who have been vaccinated are probably very angry at those who are unvaccinated. And so he is putting one group against another. Uh, to remember, 
uh, they are targeting and blaming the spread of COVID and variants on those who are unvaccinated. This is not about science. It is about forcing the people of the world into a diabolical snare that, as we will see, has eternal ramifications. The prominent Catholic figure, Archbishop Carlo Murillo Vigiano, became aware, aware of this evil scheme early on and has tried to warn freedom-oriented leaders of what will soon take place if they do take it don't take an immediate stand in opposition to this agenda. Uh, Vigano wrote an open letter to the President, President Trump on October 25, 2020, only a few days before the U.S. elections. I have quoted him before and am doing so again here because this, his Vatican Insider knowledge is both revealing and to the point Here are some of the excerpts of his letter. Before I read the letter, I'll say this. Uh, Some years ago, probably at least 10, maybe even longer than that, years ago now, when I had my Christian bookstore on on Route 16 down at the Osby House of Pizza, um, of course I was in the bookstore and and, uh, many books would come my way, and one of the books that I read was called The Keys of This Blood, and it, it was by a Vatican in, insider, and uh, he wrote uh, one very important truth throughout the book. He said, the new world order will come into being either through Russia, the Vatican, or the United States. His name was Malachi Martin. You can look it up yourself. I'm sure the book is probably still in print. Very interesting read. But of course, at the time, Gorbachev was in power probably President Bush, the original President Bush, and um, of course uh, Pope Paul was probably the Pope uh, at that time. But nonetheless, all the other facts remain stable and consistent even today. People are vying, nations are vying to be at the head of the New World Order. They are doing that. Well, here is the excerpt, a letter, if you will, from this... uh, prominent Catholic insider. Um, Daily we sense the attacks multiplying of those who want to destroy the very basis of society, the natural family, respect for human life, love for country, freedom of education and business. We see heads of nations and religious leaders pandering to the suicide of Western culture and its Christian soul, while the fundamentalist right of citizens and believers are denied in the name of a health emergency that is revealing itself more and more fully as an instrumental to the establishment of an inhuman faceless tyranny. A global plan called the Great Reset is underway. Its architect is a global elite that wants to subdue all of humanity imposing coercive measures which will, uh, with which to drastically limit individual freedoms and those of entire populations. In several nations, this plan has already been approved and financed. In others, it is still in an early stage. Behind the world leaders who are the accomplishers and executors of this infernal project, there are unscrupulous characters who finance the World Economic Forum 
and Event 201 promoting their agenda. The purpose of the Great Reset is the imposition of a health dictatorship aiming at the imposition of a libertidal measures hidden under tempting promises of ensuring a universal income and canceling individual debt. The price of these concessions from the International Monetary Fund will be the renunciation of private property and adherence to a program of vaccination against COVID-19 and COVID-21 promoted by Bill Gates with the collaboration of the main pharmaceutical groups beyond the enormous economic interests that motivate the promoters of the Great Reset. The imposition of the vaccination will be accompanied by the requirement of a health passport and a digital ID. With the consequent uh, contact, con uh, contact tracing of the population of the entire world. Those who do not accept these measures will be confined in detention camps or placed under house arrest and all their assets will be confiscated. Mr. President, and of course he's writing Donald Trump at this time. Mr. President, I imagine that you are already aware that in some countries of, of the Great Reset will be activated between the end of this year and the first trimester of 2021. For this purpose, full lockdowns, lockdowns are planned, which will be officially justified by a supposed second and third wave of the pandemic. In other words, the variants which are happening now. You are well aware of the means that have been deployed to sow panic and legitimate draconian limitations on individual liberties, artfully provoking a worldwide economic crisis in or in the intentions of its architects, this crisis will serve to make the recourse of nations of the Great Reset irreversible, thereby giving the final blow to the world whose existence and very memory they want to completely cancel. But this world, Mr. President, includes people, affections, institution, faith, culture, traditions, and ideals, peoples and values that do not act like automatons will do not, uh, who do not obey like machines because they are endowed with a soul and a heart, because they are tied together by a spiritual bond that draws its strength from above, from, from that God that our adversaries want to challenge, just as Lucifer did at the beginning of time with his non-servism. As is now clear, the one who occupies the chair of Peter, Pope Francis, has betrayed his role with the very beginning in order to defend and promote the globalist ideology supporting the agenda of the deep church who chose him from its ranks. Around you are gathered with faith and courage those who are considered you the final garrison against the world dictatorship. Because that was the, Donald Trump was the nationalist who wanted to promote the United States and the sovereignty of the United States and try to secure a, a nation that would, uh, would not go the way of globalism. 
Continuing, the alternative is to vote for a person who is manipulated by the deep state, gravely compromised by scandals and corruption, who will do to the United States what Giorgio Mario Bergoloni, Pope of Pope Francis, real name, is doing to the church. Prime Minister Conte to Italy, President Maricon to France, Prime Minister Sanchez to Spain, and so on. The blackmailable nature of Joe Biden, just like that of the prelates of the Vatican's magic circle, will expose him to be used unscrupulously, allowing legitimate powers, illegitimate powers to interfere, interfere in both domestic policies as well as international balances. It is obvious that those who manipulate him already have someone worse than him ready, with whom they will replace him as soon as the opportunity arises. Mr. President, you are well aware that in this critical hour the United States of America is considered the defending wall against which the war declared by the advocates of globalism has been unleashed. Place your trust in the Lord, strengthened by the words of the Apostle Paul, quote, I can do all things through him who strengthened me, Philippians 4.13, to be an instrument of divine providence is a great responsibility for which you will certainly receive all the graces of state that you need since they are being fervently employed for you by the many people who support you with their prayers. Well, that was a letter that was sent to Trump by um, Harvey Rich, MD, PhD, concerning the things that are going on. What is happening today? Well, I'd like to just uh, let you see, for just for a moment, oh, this uh, particular diagram that was put out by Moderna, one of the companies, pharmaceutical companies, which has, of course, made vaccine for COVID-19 themselves. And uh, this, uh, this small um, graphic, if you will, uh, reveals to us something which is quite shocking, really, when we stop and think about it. Because Moderna, this is on Moderna's website, and Moderna says that they created in their particular vaccine, and if in theirs, then we can make sure, we, we know that it's probably in Pfizer's as well as in Johnson & Johnson's, because they all made the same type and they're being interchangeably used according to wherever they might be able to be distributed and whoever will take them. But uh, this, is, this is actually a, a diagram of a, if you will, a biological computerized program in effect is what it is. It is a biological computerized program. We start with a DNA where certain information about us is stored. And that DNA storage are instructions for proteins in our nucleus. Now it sounds like technical information, but basically um, what it does, it attacks certain things that enter into our body which are foreign and which uh, would hurt us, and we will say they are viruses. And so if you come down with something, this, this DNA in your own body is supposed to attack certain things and destroy them so they won't be harmful to you. But they begin with this and they, and they translate it into a software, a biological software called an mRNA. And this mRNA software is a temporary set of instructions for cells to make a protein, an mRNA protein, uh, and 
which works in conjunction with your DNA. The only problem with this mRNA protein, it doesn't do what the what your own natural DNA does. It is it is a defective program, and it is programmed to um, basically to follow the pattern of its creator. Uh, whatever they say that that mRNA software is going to do, it will do, and it is programmable. According to the the um, Moderna and according to various people who are virologists, they have worked uh, with this in this area long enough to know, and they can they can program this software. In other words, it will not be static forever. Uh, right now, pharmaceutical companies are making other COVID-type shots. Call it what you will, a variant, or call it COVID-21, or 22, or 23, or 24. Um, whatever happens to come down the line from these pharmaceuticals, whatever they make, is going to work in this biological software to do whatever they want it to do. And, of course, uh, what they did is make an application. Of course, today we have all kinds of apps on our cell phones which can do something. And, of course, I know Denise knows all about it because she works in that field of making these, these programmable apps to do something for you. Well, this is a biological app which is made to do something. And it creates a protein. But the problem with this protein is that it does it isn't as effective as your own. This uh, it, it is defective actually, and it will break down and it will not get rid of the bad viruses. It will actually cause your body to accumulate bad viruses rather than get rid of them. Now, that's, of course, that's a lot to take in. And uh, we might say, well, where is all of this going? And uh, that's the next part that I would like to, to try to communicate to you. I know I'm taking up a lot of time, but I think this is necessary to say this to you. Look, you are the remnant church. You are the believers of today. You are the ones who are going to have to be knowledgeable of these things if you are to move forward in the spiritual warfare that we are in. We're in a spiritual warfare. And uh, it is a spiritual world as much as it is a material world. Um, I'll just read part of this for you. Concerning... Um, the MRA vaccines, he says they are much more than making money for the pharmaceutical giants or solving a global pandemic as they allege. The main purpose of these vaccines, I believe, is to set the stage to place inside of us the mechanism whereby our DNA can be genetically altered. Case in point, just what I've showed you in this, in this diagram. There is, they are altering the DNA, your, the DNA of the individual. And that's what he says here. The main purpose of these vaccines, I believe, is to set the stage to place inside of us a mechanism whereby our DNA can be genetically altered. Unless the powers that be can successfully place this program or app inside us, it will not be possible to take the next step in transforming and controlling humanity. In other words, if this is not successful, they can't control humanity. Yeah. 
They can't, con- they can't go into a global society. They can't effectively track everybody. They can't effectively create a system where people have to follow what they are doing and saying. And so this is absolutely necessary that they do this. And that is why there is this great push today to make sure everybody on the planet gets the COVID-19 vaccination. But see, that is only the beginning. That is not the end. This is why they are pushing the vaccines forward with such fury. They must get everyone injected before people figure out what is really happening. The next part of this is a number for everyone. The COVID vaccines are intended to work in tandem with the digital ID technology being sponsored by some of the sources that are funding vaccines. The globalists involved in solving the COVID crisis are putting in place a one-world cashless commerce system that will include a device-free digital identification mark number for every human being. I'm sure sure that sounds vaguely familiar to you from Revelation chapter 12 and 13. Yes. At the top of this list of innovators are Bill Gates and his closest allies. We covered these developments in a previous article, and he mentions that, global conditioning. ID2020, a group of influential globalist partners known as the ID2020 Alliance are pushing for a digital ID that every human on the planet will need to do just about anything. It will become requirement based on the ID2020 Alliance Manifesto, which was drafted in 2018, in partnership with the United Nations High Commissioner for Refugees, this coming digital ID will be touted as a fundamental and universal human right. On September 19, 2019, this elite body consisting of government leaders, technologists, global banking representatives, distinguished members of academia, UN agencies, NGOs, human relief programs, and strategic private sector companies convened in New York City for the ID2020 Summit for explore the, to explore the potentials of challenges of digital identity. This particular summit was sponsored by the UN Office of Information, Communications and Technology, the UN Refugee Agency, the International Communication Union, and the Danish Mission to the United Nations. In other words, the UN is directly involved in this pursuit. You can learn more about the Alliance strategy and modus operandi by pursuing their website, www.id2020.org. So it's right online for you to read for yourself. But in summary, here is what I found after studying their site and doing some further digging. The most influential ID2020 Alliance partners are Microsoft, um, nicknamed Gavi, G-A-V-I, which stands for Global Alliance of Vaccines and Immunizations, initially launched with 370 million from, guess who, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. The Rockefeller Foundation, which provided the seed money for the ambitious ID project, 
Accenture, the UN and international banking leaders, as well as the World Economic Forum, which provides a special platform for launching ID2020's program. In fact, according to ID2020's website, in January 2019, the Alliance launched the ID2020 certification mark at the World Economic Forum in Davos. In short, the ID2020 certification mark is intended to further digitize global commerce and serve as a stepping stone toward a personal digital ID for every man, woman, and child in the Alliance's own words. A unique convergence of the trends provides an unprecedented opportunity to make a coordinated, concerted push to provide digital ID to everyone. According to researchers Park Causen of Harbinger's Daily, there is a close link between the pursuit of digital ID and vaccinations. Causen writes, quote, with an equal drive to get everyone vaccinated, Gavi and the Bill Gates Melinda Gates Foundation play a pivotal role in the ID2020 Alliance's mission. At their 2019 summit, ID2020 unveiled its latest program. Recognizing the opportunity for immunization to serve as a platform for digital identity, this program leverages existing vaccination and birth resignation registration operations to offer newborns a persistent and portable biometrical linked digital identity. And so they're going to start using this on newborns as soon as it is ready to implement. Investigative writer Scott Kisler puts it this way. So basically, the Bill Gates has adopted as his personal mission the task of enrolling every single person on the planet in a global ID database. The vaccines are the vehicle through which this will be accomplished. Here's the vaccine model. And it is meant to be a biological program, a computerized biological program that can be, can be updated and consistently moving toward their desired end of a digital pro, uh, identification system globally. Qu uh, continuing reading. Um, last year, Robert F. Kennedy, Jr., chairman of the Children's Health Defense Fund, penned a scathing article exposing Gates' intentions, stating, Vaccines for Bill Gates are a strategic philanthropy that feed his many vaccine-related businesses, including Microsoft's ambition to control a global vaccination ID enterprise and give him dictatorial control of global health policy, unquote. Kennedy continued, in addition to using the, his philanthropy to control who the World Health Organization, UNICEF, Gavi, and PATH, Gates funds a private pharmaceutical company that manufactures vaccines and is donating 50 million to 12 pharmaceutical companies to speed up development of a coronavirus vaccine. In other words, the pandemic and vaccines are the pathway to a mandatory digital ID that will contain one's vaccination record, health passport, along with other personal information, and will ultimately be required to 
buy or sell or move about freely. Through this technology, everyone will be tracked and controlled. Gates is the only one key player, but he has taken the lead in merging digital technology with vaccinations. If he and his allies at WHO and WEF, the World Economic Forum, and the Vatican have their way, all of this will be implemented sooner rather than later as the technology and infrastructure for such a quantum leap now exists. Methods of delivery, Clausen's documents, the Gates Foundation's pursuit of technology for planting the universal digital ID on humans, he writes. Coming out of Rice University and MIT, there is a new technology labeled the quantum dot tattoo. This tag consists of tiny microneedles that deliver a vaccine, note, vaccine, delivers a vaccine, dissolves the, the sugar-based needles, and leaves behind a mark or barcode like tattoo. This mark leaves a record of the vaccine that had been received through an infrared-like dye pattern that can be read by a customized smartphone. It is interesting to note that this quantum dark technology was requested by none other than Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation to solve the issue of not knowing the vaccination record of each patient. The technologies available for placing controlling mechanisms, substances, into our bodies are truly amazing and quite creative. Building upon the information above, a research friend from Florida sent me the following description of the quantum dot tattoo. The quantum dot tattoo research for which Bill Gates provided funding is scannable via the artificial enzyme luciferase. Interesting, it's spelled L-U-C-I-F-E-R-A-S-E, luciferase, which is a part of a bioilluminescent mark. The tattoo vaccine chip is to contain not only your medical COVID vaccine history, but proposed digitized government currencies. So here we have it. We've now come full circle. They begin with the vaccine. They make it programmable. Programmable, it can interface with another vaccine, which is the ID2020, uh, universal vaccine for the world. And that universal vaccine, when it is implemented or put onto a person, is not only a medical health uh, record and an ID to the person, but also a means that can be interfaced to buy and sell and scannable by a smartphone and not seen. You cannot see it once it, it is invisible after it is put in. So we've come full circle to the book of Revelation, chapter 12 and 13. And this Luciferes, uh, however you want to pronounce it, uh, is, a, is a tag name which they've given to it. Interesting, the unsaved people they don't mind naming it what it is. An article appearing on scientificamerica.com on December 18, 2019, makes the case for a quantum dot technology. Here are a few excerpts. 
Keeping track of vaccination remains a major challenge in the developing world and even in many developed countries, paperwork gets lost and parents forget whether or not their child is up to date. Now a group of Massachusetts Institute of Technology researchers has developed a novel way of addressing this problem, embedded the record directly onto the skin along with the vaccine, a child would be injected with a bit of dye that is invisible to the naked eye but easily seen through a special cell phone filter combined with an app that shines near-infrared light onto the skin. This method uses a patch of tiny needles called microneedles to provide an effective vaccination without a a teeth-clenching jab. Microneedles are embedded in a band-aid-like device that is placed on the skin. A skilled nurse or technician is not required. The team ending up using a, a technology called quantum dot tiny semiconducting crystals that reflect light and were originally developed to label cells during research. It's already being done. It has been done before. It was originally set up to label cells during research. Now they are developing it to put into a human being. A similar technology was announced in April of this year in an article publishing in the Western Journal. The article titled Pentagon Scientists Unveils New COVID Biochip Implanted Under the Skin was written by Jack Davies and reveals a new mechanism being introduced by the United States military, he explains. So, just to recap a little bit, where is Bill Gates going to first implement this in third world countries among poorer countries who have no particular knowledge of what's happening? He's just going to do it. The military is going to do it. And you can see how that these... uh, kind of guinea pig places uh, will begin to implement these and then of course at some point they're going to implement them onto newborns. Technology in medicine could produce an implant that allows a person's health to be tracked. Retired Army Colonel Matt Hepburn who worked for years with the Defense Advanced Research Project Agency talked about the project in an interview on CBS show 60 Minutes. Hepburn, who still works with the Army as a physician, as a joint product lead, shows off the implant to Bill Whitaker of CBS, who noted how the device could be used. It's a sensor, Hepburn said, displaying one of the creations. The new outlet, Defense One, outlined how an implanted sensor developed by the company Profusa, which is funded by... Also, this uh, DARPA would work. The sensor has two parts. One is a three-millimeter string of hydrogel, a material whose network of polymer chains is used in some contact lenses and other implants, inserted under the skin with a syringe. It's talking really about the same thing we just explained. A string... A string includes a specially engineered molecule that sends a fluorescent signal outside the body, um, outside the body, in uh, 
the, in the body to light an infection, the report said. The other part is an electronic component attached to the skin. It sends light through the skin, detects the fluorescent signal, and generates another signal that the wearer can send to the doctor. In other words, it's like a blood lab on the skin that can pick up the body's responses to illness before the presence of symptoms like coughing. So he's talking about a, a, a type of sensing so you can tell whether somebody is sick or not. But the same kind of technology is going to be used in the, the microdot technology for um, ID, for global ID. And the same kind of sensing and the same kind of... of uh, uh, Microsensing micro is going to be used also for the buying and selling. He says another article titled Testing will begin in Africa for biometric ID, vaccine records, and payment systems. Notice they've included uh, buying and selling in the same thing. Payment systems was released in July of last year. Here are a few paragraphs. Testing will soon begin in poverty-stricken parts of Africa for a biometric ID, which will also be your payment system for vaccine record. The biometric digital ID platform that involves just as you evolve, evolves just as you evolve, evolving software, how that it will continue to be changed and updated, evolve as you evolve, is backed by none other than the Bill Gates back Gavi Vaccine Alliance, MasterCard, and the all-powered identity authentication company TrustStamp, the Gavi Alliance, which is largely funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates and Rockefeller Foundations, as well as the allied governments and the vaccine industry, is principally concerned with improving the health of markets for vaccines and other immunization products. Rather than the health of individuals, according to its own website, similarly, MasterCard Gavi partners, partners with is directly linked to the world beyond cash effort, which mainly bolsters its business model that has long depended on a reduction in the use of physical cash. Well, I've taken all of my time, and I trust that it hasn't been too boring for you to listen to some of this. Playing God, that's what they're doing. Yeah, well that is true, and um, there is more to be said on the subject, but I'll summarize or the remainder of this to say this. By manipulating the DNA of the human body into an mRNA software, and by updating this software periodically as they design to do it through various vaccines, including digital ID vaccine, and any other vaccine type of, of implementation, they also believe, according to Bill Gates and his desire to uh, effectively identify every person as well as to change the behavior of people, it is headed toward what is called a transhuman being. Transhumanism is something that alters you so much 
that you no longer identify as strictly human. You are transhuman. Now keep in, keep in mind the people who are behind this. The people behind this are atheists, or at least claim to be. Or they're evolutionists. Or they're rank humanists. Or you might call them progressives. Or you might call them a number of things, globalists. Uh, but the, the thing that they are trying to do, of course, is to control the population of the planet. According to this particular rabbi that I was listening to, this doctor over in Israel, um, he said, and he seemed to be pretty uh, confident in what he was saying, he said if everybody in the world had COVID-19, there would be possibly 700 million people that might die from it. Okay? If everybody in the world is given the, the jab, as he said, there'll be up to 2 billion people that will die from it. And it is interesting that in much of the research that is done concerning the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, Gates' uh, idea is to decrease the population by 2 billion people. That is his goal, to decrease the population by 2 billion people. You might say, well, this, must, this is just a lot of speculation. Well, there's a lot of information that backs up what is being said. In fact, because we know what the Bible says as Christians, we have to take seriously what these people are saying about themselves what these globalists are doing, what they, what they are saying about their own work, what their own goals are and ambitions for the world. And it lines up exactly with what the Word of God is saying will happen. And that is the telling thing about all of this. Um, basically, Gary Carr says, if anybody has taken the vaccine, just don't take anything more because it can only get worse from here on out. I mean, it, it, to a point, it may serve a purpose. But because they have other uh, motivations than simply making you well, uh, it leads to other more sinister things. And as Christians, we cannot do that. We cannot do it. Right, right. The pharmacia, the, the, the that is the sorcery that, that they mentioned is the word which is we get the word pharmacy from. It is the word we get pharmacy from. That word sorcery. Yeah. And of course, um, like has been said, you know, man is trying to play God. That is what man is trying to do. Now, of course, all of this has taken all of my time, but I think this particular segment is necessary to communicate to you. You know, we, we're beginning to we see more and more of those pieces which are putting the whole puzzle together. And this particular piece seems to bringing, be bringing this, uh, this puzzle together in a much more 
um, cohesive way. Um, and uh, there is a there is a uh, a coordination of governments in the world. The United States, Canada, Britain, Australia. Uh, there's a coordination of major players in the world that uh, the Vatican, uh, which is which is trying to bring about this new world order, and we know that it is for power and it is for money and it is for control that they are doing all of this. Um, and if they don't succeed with the vaccine, well, if um, if you might leave one verse of scripture with you, which I haven't had a chance to go over this this uh, text I was going to use today in John 17, but I'll leave one verse with you, and it is the same verse that. I think Pastor Bo referenced this morning, uh, found in verse 17, where Jesus is praying for his disciples. And he says, Sanctify them through thy truth, thy word is truth. Amen. So our sanctification, our being set apart, our being made holy unto God, the preserving of our faith, which is the victory, through Christ our Lord, is because of what Christ has laid as a foundation for us, our salvation, and that the Word of God sanctifies us. If it were possible, even the very elect would be deceived. That's what the Scripture says. If it were possible, it is not possible for the very elect to be deceived. You see, you and I know what is coming. And it is our responsibility to maintain that knowledge and to preserve it in our hearts because the Word of God sanctifies us and keeps us holy unto God. And whatever comes down the pike, whenever the Lord decides to come and take His church out, we want to be ready. And these things are a precursor to things to come. Things to come. Let us pray. Loving Father, we do thank you for your word to us. We thank you that you would bless us with your word and the knowledge of it. You have given us discernment by your Holy Spirit that we might discern the times and the seasons in which we live. And that you would preserve us in faith and in the knowledge of Jesus Christ our Lord and his coming again. I pray, Father, for your grace and mercy, your blessings to us, and that we will be preserved, that we might be salt and light to the world until the Lord comes again. In Jesus' name, amen. amen.